0: Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. You touched a little bit on understand, so we're kind of talking through this acronym. The acronym is ADULT. And ADULT stands for ask, do, understand, live, and thrive, and that's your framework for learning and teaching Mm -hmm. these kids. So we've talked about ask, we've talked about do, and you hit just a little bit on understand, um, but I want you to really expound on that. What does it mean for them to understand as they're moving into adulthood?
1: Well, I will try to not get too much high on my soapbox here (laughs) because this is the one that I get really excited about. Um, I observed something when I was a director of admissions for a long time, is that the more I went on, the more stressed out everybody was. Uh, It just was, it was just this building stress and and kids were stressed out about like they had to get perfect grades and all this stuff. And adults were stressed out about their kids doing the right things. And And it was interesting. The more information people had, the more stressed they were. So kids felt like all of a sudden everything was possible. And that meant that anything that wasn't possible was a failure. And they also had this crazy expectation that you know by the time you're 18, you have to know everything you need to know. You have to know what you wanna do for the rest of your life so you can major in the right things, you can get the right grades, you get the right activities. And I just thought, this is insane. This is not the way the world actually works. And so this, this cycle, this real strange drama cycle is just eating people up. And so we teach our students like, look, your life is best understood as a story. In fact, reality is best understood as a story. There was a beginning, there was a major plot twist, and we know the ending. And so your life also has a story aspect to it. There's a beginning, uh, there's, a, there's a purpose in your life. There's also gonna be a crisis in your life. That's how stories work, right? You have a hero, right. the hero is walking along, a crisis, and then they come out better after the crisis. And then they continue on to an ultimate victory. And your life is the same way. And one of the things that can help you understand then is that your life does not have to be lived all at once. So there, there is an aspect here where you can live your life chapter by chapter. And I watch kids that think that they had to, you know, live their last chapters in their first chapter. And so when people get that framework, I say, okay, look, now slow down. Uh, you're at a point in life where it's not realistic for you to know everything that you should do in life or the best thing for you to do in life or what career you have to have. Instead, focus on asking the right questions and understanding what's right in front of you and now understand something else about reality most people are created with a certain set of gifts and when people hear that they say oh like i'm gifted to play the flute or i'm gifted to run a football no i mean much broader than that i mean that some people are naturally create people they're good at new ideas and new things some people are naturally connect people they can really understand and relate to people really well and some people are great coordinate people they can make things logical and organize them most people are one of those and then the second one and then not the third and unlike, and I'm I get really salty about things like Enneagram and Myers-Briggs, I really oh, yeah. dislike those things. <laughs> um, Me too. And I say, unlike those, you can move around. We call it the personal triangle. You can choose to be any of those things, but most people naturally drift to one of the sides. So I tell students, look, if you know your life's a story, first of all, understand a little bit about what character you are. And then secondly, every team has three parts of the triangle. We call this the team triangle. There's an operations part, there's a vision part, and there's a storytelling part. So if you're on a team, there's no vision, you're going to crash and burn. If you're on a team with new operations, people to do the work, you won't get anything done. If you're on a team with no storytelling people, nobody will know what you're doing. You have to have all three of those aspects. Mm-hmm. And then the twist is each aspect of those can use all three personalities. So storytelling and sales and marketing. Well, they need coordinate people who can run data to figure out how much ad stuff you put in Facebook to get a return. They need connect people who are the sales people and they need um, create people who can come up with new ad campaigns. Uh, If the vision is the leadership side of a team, well, if you're starting a new company, you need a create entrepreneur type person there. If you're taking an old company and you want to make it better, you probably need a coordinate person there. And if you have a company that has problems, you probably need a connect person who can explain to everybody what the world's going on. And so those kinds of broad basics, we say, look, if you understand those things and you do this by actually doing stuff. So go do a job now, commit to mastering some aspect of that job. Now, when you're done mastering that, look back. What did you master? Did you use connect skills, create skills, or coordinate skills? Did you work in storytelling, operations, or vision? And now if you know that, that changes everything, right? There's not an industry in the planet that doesn't need those people. And so all of a sudden, you can get good at those things. And I tell people, like, when you get really good at them, which doesn't take two years or three years or four years, it generally takes 10 or 12 years. The next chapter is when you start doubling down on those things that you're good at, regardless of what industry you're in. And the point here is, we want to really lower the stress for everybody, and make it so much easier for you to like practically be able to lean in and go, "Oh, I'll ask these questions and do these things." And I tell people, being young should be a process of discovery, and it ought to be a lot of fun. There's no need for it to be ridiculously stressful because you're trying to understand things that it's not time for you to understand yet. So. I'll carefully step off quietly the soapbox and no. <laughs> pause there, but that, that I just, I get so wonder about this probably yeah. probably because this was a big stressor for me in my life. And then to watch for 12 years, all these kids run through all these high school fairs and just think, oh man, you're, you're wasting these years. that could be so exciting because you're so stressed out about stuff that you're not going to be able to answer or won't make sense in three years.
0: So. Yeah. No, I love that soapbox. I think it's so important and really it shows the body of Christ and how, the body of Christ works together, but also how a family works together, right? Absolutely. And again, once we learn how to work in a on a team and in a culture and a society that works properly the way that God has created it to work, and each filling the roles that God has created us to fill, everything runs so much more smoothly. And so you think about the mom, you know, the homeschool mom, and what her role is in the family, and it's totally different than the homeschool dad, and it's totally different than the child. But mom and dad and child each have a part in being part of that family team. And so I think it's beautiful that God has created us, that he is writing our story. He is, he gets to be the main character of each one of our stories, right? But then we get to be part of each of those stories as well. And I I think God is so creative to allow us to be part of that as he's writing each one of our stories.
1: Well, I think there's also an aspect of hope there. And that it, it frees us from thinking that all families have to look the same. Yeah. So in my family, I'm I'm a it may not surprise people to know that I'm a vision person and kind of connect person, right? So I'm always thinking above the horizon, over the horizon, and I'm I'm liking to meet a lot of people. My wife is definitely a coordinate person. So she's making sure that we're not running out of money as I'm looking over the horizon. And she's reminding me that like, it's great for you to think about building a pond someday, but right now fixing the bathroom is a really good idea. (laughs) And so like those two things are necessary. And then she's a connect person too, but in a different way. So I'm like a connect talk to people and she's a connect that sits there and says, did you notice that that person over there is not integrated to the group, right? And so there's a teamwork aspect that's really, really wonderful there. But we have relatives and dear friends who you know the the husband is much more of a coordinate person So does that mean that they are wrong? No, but their life does look different, but in an exciting way, right? So, for example, he's much better financially off than we are in some ways because he's, you know, I'm kind of always jumping to new ideas and we live this kind of tumultuous up and down life. And he's very much been a planner that is steadily in one direction. In some ways, his wife is the vision person. And I don't mean that she's the leader. I just mean that she's the one that has the new ideas. But those new ideas are mitigated by his practical sense and they do less ideas than our family does but the ones they do they do really really well. Yeah. Is one wrong and the other one right? No, absolutely not. They're they're both beautiful expressions I think of the creator. They're both a wonderful way to raise a family, but if you understand what's going on, you can double down on those strengths and also embrace that and say this is who we are. And and they do things much better than we do in some ways and we do things better than they do in other ways and and, and we love being together. And and it's, and I would, you know, I wouldn't put a star next to either and say, this is the way to do it. I would say, these are two different ways to do the same things. And we like a lot of the same things. So it's interesting. We both get to do them, but we do them in a very different way.
0: Yeah. That's such an encouragement because I think in the world um, in which we live, we're constantly being bombarded with social media and we see other people's lives, and the way that they right. live them. And we think that they're living the perfect life that maybe we want to be living and they're doing it right and we're somehow doing it wrong, right? And this happens to homeschool moms all the time where we're looking at the homeschool family next door and going, why are they so organized? Why are they so, you know, clean? Why do they have their perfect schedule? Why are they always going on these nice field trips? And we're just trying to hold it together in our home. And uh, and that comparison, I think, is a tool of Satan that can really get us to think that we're somehow doing it wrong when in reality we're doing it exactly as God created us to do it.